0: Love Talk Radio. I have to make your, uh, your screen Talk bigger.
1: Uh, Courtney, it's too small for me. Greetings and welcome to the Jewel Network Science Broadcasting yeah, Frequency. The Jewel Network is a radio frequency of continuous yeah. streaming science, knowledge, and wisdom which and promotes and sustains the, uh, the present evolutionary process of immortality and, and the, unfolding the unfolding of, of, of the God self within right an evolving planetary society yeah. on planet Earth. The Jewel Network is committed to broadcasting the sciences of life and the sciences of living by cultivating the mind of a scientist. You are being able to extract the very best the 21st century has to offer. You are listening to the Dr. Jewel's Neural Jewel Redesign Program and much, much more with your host physician, surgeon, microbiologist, center medicine, hygiene physician, and surgeon general, Dr. Jewel Colton.
0: Well, greetings, everyone. How are you? And welcome to what? To our month of August. Today is the first day of August. How about that? And this has been a whirlwind year. Now, last week we just celebrated our what? Our new year, our cosmic new year, the day at a day out of time, July 25th. Now we're in our new year, and boy, it's coming out strong. So, so many things have happened already. The legislation, the states now are doing their own thing. This is really a republic here in America. The unification of the states has no longer existed, and so we are a united American republic for all practical purposes. Lots of things are uh, being revealed. So where are you in all this? Again, remember, this is global reset, the global reset, and everything is being reset. This happens every 43,000 years, and this phase that we've entered into, it's usually about a 20-year phase, but it really intensifies. The last 8 to 10 years here and will be on the end of this here by, guess what, 2026. But we still got a little stretch to go through, and you can see it's really getting very, very intense. Now, I've been looking at how Mother Nature has been communicating with us. What do you say about that? Okay, we've got many uh, locations in the United States. Okay on fire, okay, and there's not much that can be really done about it, okay, especially due to the cooperation of all the other elements relative to Mother Earth, okay, her soils are dry, the winds are high, she's breathing heavy, okay, the humidity obviously is low, and so, therefore, with any rise in temperature, the sun is coming through directly, okay, our clouds are thinner because of the humidity issues on the planet, and therefore, it doesn't take much to ignite it. And this is one of the things that humans don't recognize, that our temperament definitely works in coordination with or against the elements of planet Earth. So there's a lot of anger going on there in California, all up in uh, Oregon, uh, Washington State, et cetera. what's happening in Utah. yeah, these people are quite angry and they don't recognize that they're fueling the fires through their emotional bodies. Yes, they are. so we have so many people in California that are homeless. Okay, there's a lot of dissension about that, concerned, fear, as well as what's happening in Utah, okay? And we just can go right on around uh, the uh, fire-anointed areas of this country and see how our attitudes are really giving rise to a lot of this activity expressed through Mother Nature, Also, too, there's a lot of depression going on here. The floods in Missouri, St. Louis, also throughout Kentucky. And guess what? The desert is flooding. Okay. In Las Vegas, a lot of people are not real happy about the monies that they've lost, the lives that they've created there in the desert and obviously their sorrow about this is coming through. Now, maybe this may sound really uh, different from you coming from, yes, a medically trained surgeon, a physician, practitioner, a surgeon general, but this has been part of the problem. We're not connecting with Mother Earth, our emotional body and our mental body, and how we as humans on this planet stimulate and do affect the effects of our environment. It's known as the epigenetics, but that hasn't been shared as far as how we are working together or working against how the response of this planet is going to respond to us. We're not separate entities. And therefore, what we're going to talk about today is a few of the universal laws that unite us that are delegated and relegated by the cosmos as to how everything functions on this planet. Universal principles, what do you know about them? What are they relative to you? And how do they affect your life? You know that this is very important for you to understand. So about you, the order of the universe, universal principles, just going to talk about, there's many of them. We're going to talk about a few of them for you to understand how you Living and, and acting through the order of the universe, as you're able to understand it, keeps unity listening to the Network Science in, your Radio life. in your life. So my sponsors are very eager to talk to you. Uh, let's hear what they have to share with us, and I'll be right back after this message.
1: You are listening to the Jewel Network Science Radio Broadcasting Frequency. The Jewel Network provides the neural nutrition and stimulates expansion and evolution of the human brain, nervous system, and body. Remember, our source is a neuron.
0: Okay, you remember that now. It's very important. Our source to connect us to everything is a neuron. Where is that? It's in your head, in your skull, on the top of your neck. A neuron is an awesome thing. This is the PNR show, the, excuse me, the JNR show. Oh, my goodness. The JNR show, the dual neural redesign. And we are specialists here to redesign the brain so that you can get hooked in and stay hooked in into your planet, your universe, your cosmos, relative to the order of all things, so that you can get the benefits out of what your personal library, your archives, your DNA, so that your avatar can express to you and allow you to exhibit through the mass here in the third dimension on planet Earth, how exquisite you are and reinforce and reflect back to you that you are a walking, living God. This is so important to understand. Now, with that, we're talking about the relativeness of universal principles to you because we're in a global reset. Everything is changing, and change is the course of today and for all of your life. Life is about change. Every time you go through a full respiratory cycle, inhalation, exhalation, you've changed. Oh yes you have. Your oxygen content has shifted, carbon dioxide has shifted, the amount of amino acids, minerals, water content, air composition has changed with every respiratory cycle. This is, I stress this because I want you to move out of your insecurities, fears, and the programming that you're not supposed to change. And that stability, stabilization prevents change. It's impossible. It does not represent that. Being stable does not mean that you continuously do the same, same, same thing over and over and over again. There is a cycle that you have to go through repeatedly. For example, the respiratory cycle, breathing, but it's different. Is that not correct? You wake up in the morning, many people yawn. That's a huge difference in their normal breathing. They're not yawning every. 20 to 40 times a minute. No, they're not. But that is a particular type of breathing, but it's only temporary. So therefore, if you do that in the morning, you don't do that until perhaps the next morning or maybe every other morning, et cetera, you change. And that kind of breathing, yawning, for example, changes everything in your metabolism from how it was the minute before you started and sets a whole tone for the rest of the day, your breathing pattern. So I recite these examples that you lived through and probably have never accepted as change because you are still not seeing life as it really is and how Mother Nature is really presenting herself to you at all times. You know, sometimes I feel so um, (laughs) simplified In using these very obvious examples that most people have taken for granted as to how change is the pattern of living. But I have to bring this to your attention to let you know how incorrect, how erroneous your perception is that you think that stability is not about change. Stability is based on change, and it's based on cyclic change. And those changes may be once a year. They may be every minute. They may be every five minutes, ten minutes, etc. But you are constantly having to address change in your life to live. Once you can accept that and not be afraid of changes that you have to change to live, now, guess what? we can begin to start really living in consciousness and most of all without fear to live, which is fear of change for most people. And that changes your whole body chemistry. It changes your response of your body to your thinking, to you as a soul being that is able to become aware of all the thoughts that your brain is being permeated with all of the time, but only those thoughts that are acknowledged by what your consciousness, your awareness, does the body take action on. And the way that that happens is through your brain. The brain is the key, the hook-in, the lock-in that allows the body to know what it is you're thinking and what it is that you are requesting of it at any particular time. Now, they talk about an autonomic or automatic, literally, uh, aspect of the body. Oh, yes, it is. Very much so. Thank goodness that we have ongoing programs that do not uh, require you to be aware of them, to activate them, et cetera, other than what you did when you first activated the body and turned it on. And so these programs are immediately activated, and those changes are constantly occurring on a cyclic basis in your body so that you can breathe, you can see, you can hear, you can feel, you can digest, you can chew. I mean, the list could go on and on and on about the changes that are automatically activated for you to exist in and through your physical body that we call, in common terms, your life. So I'm being very intense about bringing these examples to you because I want you to understand that as long as you take all of this for granted, you're never going to be the master of your life as you have created it here on this planet. You never will do this. Because why? You've taken too much for granted because all of these examples that I've cited to you have rules. They have laws based on cosmic order, cosmic law that channels the energies throughout this entire cosmos so that everything known that is you're aware of and everything unknown to you that is that your consciousness is not aware of That is necessary to occur for you to exist, for you to have a body that you can activate, that you can give directives to through your thinking as the power source. You, the soul, as the power source of your physical body is giving these directives to this master computer known as your brain. Now before this segment ends let's talk about this computer here because I want to bring you into understanding the importance of what universal principles do. See I I was talking about this early but I've had to give you all of this interim information so you can really understand why we can talk about universal principles forever and it's relative to your growth and development at all times to understand them, to think in terms of them, and to allow your body to execute and to manifest how they fold out, represent themselves, mirror what you call your life. Now, I mean, that's, that's said a mouthful here, but I want you to understand that this is so important for you to begin to start thinking in terms of universal principle. Now, one of the things about universal principle that I love, it doesn't have these thoughts that you call emotions. Oh, my goodness, how wonderful that is, because that's going to solve a whole bunch of problems in your body. So why do you want, basically want to learn universal principles? Because it allows you to create Thought frequencies processed by your brain that allows the brain to physicalize these thoughts into chemistry that's released into the bloodstream so that every red blood cell in your body is going to carry that to the cells that form all your organ systems so that the organ systems then can go into their archives and execute what that. Law is asking those muscles and tendons and organs to perform. Oh, you didn't know all that. Oh well, yeah, that's how it's hooked up here. And so I'm going to give you a break here from this, what I call emotional anatomy, physiology, or the physiology of the emotional body, so that you can basically stand better why and how you built this emotional body and how it is actually affecting your tissues, which is affecting your life, which is determining so many things about you. But I'll be right back after this message, and therefore, hang in there with me. This is Dr. Jewell. This is the Jewell Science News Network, bringing you the information about what Dual Neural Redesign, that is how to redesign, recontour, reshape, and totally reactivate the circuits in the brain so that you can build a blood quality that's relative to having a superior experience through this wonderful avatar that you have, the physical body, that you call your life. I'll be right back.
1: Humanity is experiencing a vast variety of disorders, HIV, Zika virus, Ebola, hypertension, meningitis, STDs, Alzheimer's, COVID-19, and many others. These disorders are the result of not knowing how to live within and navigate the human body. Most of us have learned how to drive a car, but have yet to learn how to care for and navigate our bodies. Enroll into the Jewel University of Immortal Sciences for Immortal Living to learn how to navigate and maintain a disease-free body. Visit us at www.jewish.education or visit us on Facebook.
0: Okay. Well, I'm back. I had to give moisture to the tissues here in my mouth and throat, et cetera, so that I can then have these um, wonderful molecules of gas pass across my vocal cords and their necks and out through the nose and the mouth to give you the what I call aerated version of my thoughts. That's what speech is, the air version of thinking. Now, this is really something for me, and I just have to share where I am in all this because you're listening to me. This is my version. I am, believe it or not, a real hardcore scientist. Ever since I was a child, I've been looking at the world through microscopes and test tubes and glass slides, etc., which is what has always fascinated me about how I'm looking at the cellular arrangement of what the human body is composed of, and then looking at the gross action of what these cells now compacted together, working in, allegedly, an agreement, a partnership, are then doing on the planet. And it is amazing to see you at all of these different levels of your existence. One of the greatest uh, uh, discrepancies that I've experienced is the fact that what I've seen and what I have discovered is the building block of you being able to walk and run and be aggressive and be at calm and peace. You all don't see the different phases of your existence is working in coordination for you to exhibit that behavior. So when we're talking to you about your muscles and we're talking to you about your blood qualities and we're talking about your lymphatics and we're talking to you about the DNA and how all of this is playing and you being able to sit right there and listen to me, it's what you've got to start learning. Yes, you cannot continue not to know these different phases of your existence that allow you to have this gross behavior. And so my communication with you is to continuously remind you of all these different layers that are playing out at the moment for you to be able to do what you do. And so it's real weird for me because a scientist. Well, we don't speak this way. And as scientists, you know, we're not writing about the emotional body and how it is actually processed chemically by the red blood cells to the tissues where each cell with its own little factory is processing this chemistry to cause every cell that's in communication and has unified to actually exhibit a unified action which is how we get an organ. And so that information, based on your thoughts, can either cause harmony, for example, in your liver function, or it can totally disrupt it, where you've got groups of cells doing their own thing for whatever else some are making. For example, bile and others are making cholesterol. Other groups are making uh, Google gone. Some are not, et cetera. And... When that is not in a what a cycle following a law of understanding of the whole comprehension of all those cells that we label as liver, you don't get proper liver function and you get a lot of problems because of that. Now, I can talk about this in relationship to the kidneys, like liver, whatever else, but the point being is if you've had any organ, just I want you to understand that it's predicated on what you are thinking and how you've been thinking, how the brain is able to translate those thoughts into their chemical analogs, release that into the red blood cells with a charge, and all the red blood cells carry that, the groups of cells that we label as organs. My colleagues, the medical colleagues, the scientific colleagues, are not sharing this information with you. So between how you're thinking and then the ache in your body or the dysfunction etc. there's a real big gap that it's difficult for most people to see how they created the experience of the pain and the dysfunction based on how they're thinking. They don't see the relationship. They don't understand that. So just recently now you've gotten a group of pharmaceutical companies, et cetera, that are beginning to speak through the airways about your brain, okay? And you need this nutrient. You need this groups of nutrients. You need this kind of minerals and vitamins so that the brain can allow you to have greater memory and less pain and allow you to be able to have a greater awareness or focus on what it is that you want to be centered and aligned with. But that's about all you're, you're getting. And of course, they show you how when the brain is not functioning properly, you can get more production of a particular call, neuropeptide than others, neural hormones that can cause you to have pain or loss of memory, et cetera. But other than that, you're not getting any information about how organized that brain is and how it works on a system of thought if you allow it. Now, this is awesome because they keep saying to us in the religious circles, in the political circles, in the social circles, oh, you have free will that you can make a choice. And that's true, we can, but now what are the choices? What can we select to basically uh think about how we're going to think. Now, you don't have much choice in that unless you basically have to do what? Change drastically what is allowed to be reflected to you in your what? Epigenetic environment, okay? And I have to use these scientific terms and then talk about simple things like your environment, your space, okay? Okay. Because if you don't understand that they're all the same thing, you're not going to be able to make the easy changes necessary for you to control the quality of thoughts that this satellite on your neck, known as the human brain, that is transmitting at the rate of 23 billion miles a second of thought and receiving thoughts, 23 billion miles a second everywhere in space. Every planet is sending out information. You standing in the sun. Oh, my gosh, I don't even know how to pronounce the numbers that represent the septillions of thoughts that you are receiving when that sunlight hits your skin, goes into your eyes, embraces and kisses your brain through the hair on your head how much information you're being bombarded with that your brain, those neurons are receiving, and through your body's behavior, through the statements that you make, through how you interpret what you see, how you interpret what you hear, how you interpret how the sun and the moisture in the air and the movement, of air across your skin, et cetera, is translated again by the brain and then released as neural proteins into the bloodstream so that every cell in your body now knows what it is that you've interpreted, what the sun feels like and what the wind feels like and what the air smells like and how fast it's traveling relative to your awareness based on that brain, and it's all chemicalized by the brain so that your tissues can understand it. I will say it to you again, over and over again. The brain is the connector for you as a non-physical consciousness that allows you to be able to have influence, direct, massive influence to the mass, the three-dimensional reality that we call our life on a three-dimensional mass we call Earth and the structures that are three-dimensional that are upon it and within it. You have to understand that. So for you to not know about this brain, this fabulous satellite how it operates, and what is it operating on. What are the laws and the rules? very necessary for you to become aware of, for you to be able to create the life you want. Now, we have great orators and great scholars that are telling you this, more so in a very scientific manner. One of the individuals I'm really impressed with is Billy of Fourth Kind. The Fourth Kind is his uh, website, Billy Carson. You know, if he's not a doctor, he is in my eyes. You know, Billy Carson, exquisite, what I call contemporary anthropologist. Contemporary anthropologist of the present future because he's so awesome that his interpretation of our past that can translate for us what has happened to us in our past that is happening right now to us in our present, that is going to determine our future. See, that's what I call pan vision. That's where you have basically a unified brain where the neural nets are now fully communicating and are able to perceive time for what it is, a spiral. There's no ending to it. It spirals. And so I'm not, I'm not going to go over there because that takes me into my greatest work, which is human immortality. That's what I want you to know I'm about. All these different things I've studied and all the things I've done and whatever, I'm about allowing all of us as human beings to experience timelessness. Because for us, there is no time because we are always able to be present. And that description of who you are is known as infiniteness or immortality. How about that? So I'll go off into that at another time. And, yes, I am coming to the universal principles. only a few of them right now, but I've got to lay this foundation down so that you can walk around for the rest of the week and understand what has been imparted to you that's going to elevate you to a whole new level of comprehending and appreciating how awesome you are as the highest valve entity on this planet. Anything that you can perceive at this level, what you perceive as your reality you can accomplish and actualize through the physical body and have the three-dimensional world, the third dimension, reflect back to you what you were thinking. That's what's happening here. Now, I've been talking to you in terms of many of the universal laws, universal principles here that this is how everything works. But we've gotten all kinds of interventions and all kind of you know very unique uh interpretations that have kind of uh, misdirected you, guided you off into you know ditches and you know um, roads that are dead ends and all kinds of things, and it's so shocking for many of you that have gone into the ditch recognize that you know what you were believing and what you were thinking and how other people ever represented their behavior to you really taking you into a rut. It's okay because guess what we will always put you back on the main highway of the cosmos. And that is again universal principles of what I call cosmic law. So, oh boy, my sponsors are beckoning to talk to you again. They get all, you know, excited and uh, worked up here when I start talking about these things. And and by right, they should. They have some very important information to share with you. So let's hear what my sponsors want to say to you. And now, I can now start talking about universal principles. I'll be right back after this message. I love you. Be right back.
1: You are listening to the Jewel Network Science Radio Broadcasting Frequency. The dual network provides the raw nutrition and stimulates expansion and evolution of the human brain, nervous system and body. Remember, our source is a neuron
0: So did you hear that music just now uh, in our last um... Commercial to you, I like that kind of funky guitar music, you know. That came through a brain. Do you understand that? They heard those frequencies and that ear, okay, the skin, okay, the hair, hearing that harmonic basically allowed the brain to translate it into chemistry that then allowed the blood to take to the fingers and to the tendons and to the muscles that harmonic that was actually plucked out on strings. Do you understand that? To be able to play that tune, that is a blood quality, that if we actually drew blood from that individual while they were playing this tune, that tune would be displayed by the red blood cells. Yes, by the blood. And the chemicals that allow the blood to deliver that harmonic in its chemical form to the tissues would be able to be thing you think. and Everything you do has a blood component to it. It's very important to understand that. That actually is the main communicator so that every cell in your body will know what it is they're supposed to do. Now, We've gone through that, the first part of the show, and now it's time for you to get this. Where does universal principles come in on this? It is the directives that all of the tissues were also created upon, the blood quality, the enzymatic quality, the protein quality, the harmonics, the geometry of how the tissues are reminded and reinforced as to how they are to function. That's what the universal principles are. Isn't that awesome? That is really awesome. Yeah, so you're thinking in terms of words and, oh, this is just the way that you should think, et cetera. This is everything. That's why it's called universal. That's why it's called cosmic because everything about you is based on this chemically, organ function, harmonics, visually, sensually. Everything can be translated through universal principles at all of these different levels of your existence and when you then can think in terms of the principle. That you can speak in terms of the principle that you give the thought that this is what you want your body to execute physically in the third dimensional world. You now have a total unification with the universe, with the cosmos. And now all of the resources, the information, And the manifestations are now available to you that exist in the universe and in the cosmos. That's why you want to learn universal principles. That's why you want to basically cosmic law so that everything available to you is available to you. There'll be no resistance in your organs. There'll be no resistance in the overall functioning of the body. There'll be no resistance in your comprehension. There'll be no resistance in your visual. Nothing when you think in terms of universal principles because that is how everything in this dimension has been coordinated, created, and sustains itself. So when you just fall and become immersed into that harmonic of knowledge, sound, imaging, which I call geometry, Et cetera, whatever you think, manifest so we talk about the Bodhisattvas, and we talk about you know the great yogis and all what do you think they were doing? They were now merging with cosmic law, universal principle, which is why whatever they think manifested. Can you imagine all these people that are you know, hustling for jobs and trying to get hired and you know wondering what they should do, et etc? it's kind of hilarious when you think about it because they're missing the most important thing that they should do learn the order of themselves universal principle cosmic law and then envision image what it is you want and watch and see that it doesn't just manifest so this whole concept of magic, is a reflection of how everything already exists, but it doesn't become part of your awareness, a part of your magnetic field, okay, because you haven't become harmonious and in line with, aligned with what it is that you were imaging that already exists in the cosmos. So it's, you know, it's really, really interesting. I think uh, Billy Carson uh, and uh, Dr. Lipton have already talked about the fact that, of course, we're going to evolve to such a point where it won't be about a job anymore. It'll be about doing what it is that you love doing, and that's how you have this wonderful sensation going on because you're in the harmonics of universal principle, harmonics of cosmic law, that the geometry that then stimulates the chemical production of neuroproteins that are released from the brain and charged with more light that we call what? Electricity that we call magnetism now sends that charged chemicals into all of your tissues and everything manifests instantly and the way that you feel is amazing. Where would a job come into that? Your imaging capacity, your capacity to hold the image, we call that focus, and most of all, your knowledge of how to be responsible what it is that you have precipitated, because that's how fast it happens, in the third dimension. See, this is a real big problem here on planet Earth because this is happening so fast that we're not even aware of how this is happening. But then when it manifests, we don't know how to manage it. We don't know how to maintain it. And because we're not paying attention to our great mother, mother. okay, the great mother is our one species that has given birth to all its variations, you've got to get that. This is very important. Everything came from the one gene library physically that has a particular manifestation of size, shape, color, et cetera, and then from there we had variations occur, which is now we're seeing all over the planet, but we only have one mother, just like we only have one cosmos here that is responsible for all of our universes, all of our galaxies, et cetera. And we've got to get to that. And then from there now, we can begin to understand how everything is always linked and related, just like the cosmos and universal principles are. Oops, my goodness. So there I go again. It's most time for my sponsors. They're waving at me. But I want you to really understand this. It's why you got to listen to this program this week throughout Wednesdays as well as on Fridays. And let me give you the number real quick. You've got to get your universal principle manual. We shared with you the first 21 principles. I'll talk to you a little bit about the origin of that. For me, call us at 770-383-2112. Leave your name, telephone number, and that you want your manual of universal principles so that you can start making a blood quality that's consistent with the universe that is going to allow you to start thinking consistently with the universe that will allow you to manifest whatever you can image in your universe. So you're not interested in anybody's particular opinion and what they think. You want the universal law. These are the same laws that, for example, SpaceX has to follow for him to get his spaceship up out of our limiting atmosphere to the moon, to the space station, to Mars. There are laws that you have to follow that are cosmically and universally necessary for you to do this. All the different beings that are coming to visit us, they talk about this all the time. That there are laws that you have to follow for you to be able to get to me. That's why I can come to your planet. I travel faster than the speed of light. We're still struggling with the speed of light. And that's why it's like, yes, yeah, it's difficult for you to get to us, but we can show you how. Can you think about that? Your thoughts travel at the speed of light. if they're of a certain consistency and quality relative to what? Universal and cosmic law. Okay, sorry. My uh, sponsor wants to say hi to you again. We're going to close out because I still want to talk to you about uh, universal laws, and, of course, you're going to be able to see, obviously, how they've been affecting your life because you haven't been thinking in terms of them. I'll be right back.
1: Humanity is experiencing a vast variety of disorders, HIV, Zika virus, Ebola, hypertension, meningitis, STDs, Alzheimer's, COVID-19, and many others. These disorders are the result of not knowing how to live within and navigate the human body. Most of us have learned how to drive a car, but have yet to learn how to care for and navigate our body. Enroll into the Jewel University of Immortal Sciences for Immortal Living to learn how to navigate and maintain a disease-free body. Visit us at www.jewish.education or visit us on Facebook.
0: Okay. Well we don't have much left of the show. And so I want to give you just a little bit more information and reiterate it again. And this show will air for you again on Wednesday. Make sure that you share it with as many people as possible. What kind of information will get you through this global reset. It will help prepare you and get you comfortable with what Change, another word for change is what? Living, living is equal to change. Change is equal to living. You've got to get out of your stagnation. You've got to get out of anything that restricts you from being able to be present and masterful at the moment. Oh, masterful at the moment. Did you hear that? Yes. What does that mean? First of all, it means, guess what? (laughs) Self-acceptance. That's what it means. Universal law. Everything is perfect. Perfection is an ongoing state of affairs. Not a static, one-time situation. Ongoing state of affairs. That's perfection. Because it's constantly changing, relative to consciousness, the moment, etc. But wherever you can actualize it, whatever the conditions are, however you're feeling, it's perfect. Yes, perfection is an ongoing state of affairs. Very important law. Another law that is causing so much grief on this planet, and that is you believe in lack. There's no such thing. Abundance. Abundance is the natural state of affairs. No, I'm not having a pronunciation uh, conflict right now. The original word, abundance, H-A-B-U-N-D-A-N-C-E, was the original origin of that word. And so get yourself a good lexicon, okay? Lexicon and look it up. Very exciting things. They they produce these cold words, and they also alter them. Now, I don't know who decides that words should be altered or undergo, guess what? Surgical procedures. Yeah. And so, therefore, you know, I found that interesting as a surgeon, trained as a surgeon myself for the human body, that the linguists were also surgeons, but they were surgeons on words, making cold words, aphoresis was applied to that word abundance, and the H was excised, eliminated, dropped, removed off of the word to make it abundance. Abundance is what you think the word is now. But originally it was written correctly because to abide, Latin represented that you are always in abundance, not anything that you have to go out and get, that you have to search for, that you have to hope that you can win the lottery or someone throw something on you that puts you in more of what you desire. You are always in abundance, always in limitless access to whatever you could what image. And so with this surgical procedure, it's like someone coming along and removing the gallbladder (laughs) from the liver and saying that you're going to be okay now. You're not going to have, you know, gastritis and, you know, a lot of belching and a whole bunch of other things going on because we took the gallbladder out. Mm. What was the problem as to why the gallbladder couldn't have been treated Accumulation of this non-digested, non-degraded fat composites were not degraded, were not dissolved. Rather than take out the whole gallbladder, and so this is the same situation where, for whatever reason, we're no longer wanting to know. That they were born in limitless abundance, and that to make them think that they had to basically go out and search and look and hope that they could be or acquire abundance is now the basic mentality. So here you are thinking that whatever your situation is is not perfect because it is, and here you are thinking that you've got to go out and get a job and hope that your credit scores going to be acceptable by who. You know, it just goes on and on and on, this rationalization that is against the order of the universe, against the, against the cosmos, against Mother Nature. These are two major universal laws that you have to come into grips with. Now, I don't have much time left, but I just want to end with this little story of mine. You are hearing about this because these universal principles allowed me to regain my life, to continue to allow what was given to me, a life in a fabulous, wonderful physical body, to continue is because I had to change my orientation to the universe, to the cosmos, and I had to begin to think in terms of those laws that govern everything, for me to change my what? Blood chemistry, to change the functionality of my tissues, to change the capability of my organs so that I could have what? Reversal of normal normalcy and normal functioning occur throughout my body that my colleagues call a miracle healing. That's what I had to do. I had to change my thinking which changed the brain to make different neurochemicals that my blood could take throughout my body so that my tissues got different directions and different guidelines so that they could basically return to their normal state of functioning, which was to always be in alignment with universal principles, cosmic laws, so that my body went back to its normal functionality. That's why I'm talking to you about this. This is like, Different medicine for me, okay, with all the things that I've been trained in. I was initially trained in my undergrad school and in graduate school into research, looking at these things in test tubes and uh, electrophoretic processes and, you know, spectrophotometry. Yeah, that's how I was trained. And all those words, they probably don't mean much to you, telling you that my capacity to look at things from a molecular and a photonic capability and visual awareness is where I come from. But this is not the language that I'm able to use so that you can understand what I know because I want you to know what I know and that you can have your body back, that you can have your healing back, that you can have as much prosperity that you want, that you've got to change your thinking and you've got to heal the brain If you've traumatized it through (laughs) lots of anxiety, as they call it, okay, lots of drama, okay, lots of prolonged states of unrestfulness and lack of peace, it misshapes the brain. And so that's why the dual neural redesign process using what? Cosmic geometry. Universal principle geometry causes the brain to remodel, to reshape itself, to cause the neural organization of the brain to shift so that you can start making a blood quality that will give the directions to all of your organs and tissues on how to become unified with universal principles. Cosmic law, again, two principles, many, many of them, and I want to thank Arnold Patton. My, one of my original teachers, for teaching me the first 21 universal principles. I want to thank Ms. Uh, Korak from the knowledge book of teaching me <laughs> thousands of other cosmic principles here. You've got to read that knowledge book, too, to allow me to be able to have a cosmic awareness, a universal awareness for how to Redesign the brain that heals the body. So there's more to talk about this. I want you to come back and listen to us on Wednesday, on Friday, and join us. You've got to get your basic premise and primer of Universal Principles. Call us, 770-383-2112. We have Universal Principle Meeting every Sunday, 4.30 p.m. It's all virtual Write us at the same place or call us, 770-383-2112. You can write me. Yes, you can. Immortal, I-M-M-O-R-T-A-L, 3693 at gmail.com. Yes, you can. And we will send you this information. I love you very much. Time for me to say bye-bye. And again, this is
1: your Thank Cosmo. Thank you for listening to the Jewel Network Science Broadcast Features. Join Dr. Jewel here each Monday at 5 p.m. on the Jewel Network, hosted by thejewelnetwork.com and Jewel University of Immortal Science for Immortal Living, Jewish. For our complete broadcast schedule and additional information to purchase products, please visit our website, www.jewelnetwork.com. If you'd like to contact us, please send your email to info at thejewelnetwork.net. Thank you. This broadcast is under full copyright and trademark protection owned by the House of Jewels. This broadcast and its entirety or any part of this broadcast can be reproduced, copied, or transcribed, placed into podcast format, placed into MP3 format, or suspended, or any other internet digital location without express permission from the House of Jewel, Washington State, USA. To reproduce or suspend this broadcast or any digital location other than the dual network is prohibited and legal proceedings will follow accordingly. Thank you for listening.